Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 514, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing all right. What's going on with this proxy thing? That's back in the news again, isn't it? That, that same guy. Oh, that same guy who said that he was going to be a good boy. Yeah. I was just reading about that. He's he's He just came right back. Yeah, what's... Is there any, like, anything going to happen? I, I, I lean to you for business news. Yeah, well, I mean, we probably should do a business show. I don't understand. But I'm it. not pre- completely prepared for that. I'm completely out of the loop on that kind of stuff. He wants to be on the board. But what is a proxy? Like, he gets proxy voting power from a certain amount of shareholders and he's automatically on the board. It's like a hostile takeover type of thing. Yeah. Cause I heard that he was, I thought he was talking about how the company needs a ton of money. And I don't know if he's got that kind of cash. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. And then you hear people that say that it's inevitable that Disney's going to sell out to Apple or whatever. Or break up into pieces and sell off. I don't know. It's very strange. You think the brand that they have and the power that they have, they wouldn't be in the situation they put themselves in. No. I don't know. it's It's hard to mess that up, but they were able to, weren't they? I guess it's tough to be in the uh, the movie business in the last four years, though. Movies haven't been a hugely profitable uh, business. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about that. We'll have to look into it a little bit. That could be some good uh, investigating to do on your plane ride. I could do that. That's, that could be some good YouTube shorts. That could be some good YouTube videos. I'd like... A, I'd like the uh, proxy war for dummies. Remember those books, the yellow books, like mm-hmm. you like MS DOS for dummies and yeah. stuff. I'd like the Disney proxy war for dummies, so I can understand it because I do. Now, not if I do this it. video, I got to put the suit on, correct? <laughs> That'd be good. Well, if you're sitting down, you only have to put the jacket. You don't have to wear the pants. That's true. You know, that would be a funny thumbnail. You hold one of those like for dummy books and it says like Disney proxy war on it instead of like my thumbnails have been so solid, yeah, well, haven't they? You like the thumbnails, don't you? Uh now that I'm starting to get better and know it. I mean that glass that me holding that glass of wine or bubbly. Yeah, what was that? 
it was, was a, the it was a, it was a drink uh that it was like a brute or something so it was like one of oh, the okay. free like champagne sparkling like uh drinks that you got with the prefix there you go did you laugh when you saw that it's a very dumb it's really now. stupid isn't it yeah very dumb you like that stuff though don't you? i love it that's good stuff what else is new with you my friend you know what i was t- you know what Kristen told me today or What's not today that? this weekend I have the least amount of patience of anybody she's ever met. There's probably a lot of truth to that. You think so? You're not a patient person. What was the reason for that? Just out of the blue, or I'm sure something prompted it. Yeah, so uh did a little quick Publix run. So we got some mm-hmm. sandwich meats. So I made some pastrami sandwiches. So we got some French bread, lightly toasted, put it in the oven. And then yeah. I had like a pan where I was cooking the pastrami to get it mm-hmm. warm. I threw some cheese on top of it. These things were going to be absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So I took the spicy mustard out. Yep. And I was putting it on my sandwich, and it shot about a gallon of water on my sandwich. Uh-huh. So now I you think my sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I did shake it. And it still did that. Oh. So now I think my sandwich is ruined. So what Kristen said was, she said I swore at the mustard container, <laughs> and then I unloaded about half of the jar down the sink. Because you were mad at it. Yeah, apparently. I think I blacked out because I don't even remember it. <laughs> That's Can not good. That? Parts. Can you see that happening? To you, yes. Swear on a mustard jar. I would do that. I get you mad. would swear to mustard jar. That's how I get. I get mad at that. If you ruin my food, you're looking forward to that. That sandwich. And then at another incident that I just remembered, it happens to me all the time. So I messaged Kurt. The one where you uh, get the new roll of toilet paper and you can't get it started. Mm. And you're basically like you're unraveling about like you're only getting like one of the plies off half the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you can't get it straight. So like as you're pulling it off, there's like a quarter of an inch and then you, yeah. you do one roll and then you get like another quarter of an inch. So it's, you're doing the math. You're like this could take me another 45 minutes. Yeah. And you got like the thickness on the edge starting to build up because you haven't ripped any of that. Off. Yeah. Yeah. You, that that infuriates me. Does that bother you, or do you do you just? No, it, I just stop and fix it after like two rolls around. Okay, you just keep going. I just keep going because it gets to the point, and you can't smash toilet paper. So the only thing you no, can do is like, light do. it on fire. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want like event like I want to put gas on it and just light it on fire. You know what? You could probably sleep easy with the thought that any toilet paper in your house is meeting a pretty terrible fate regardless if you're using it that's true you know what i mean <laughs> it's not living a great life like the spicy mustards like hey i'm helping out making a sandwich the toilet paper just sits in there all day wondering when when it's going to be their time to meet its maker you wouldn't like to be toilet paper in my house no not in no. your house how about my socks i don't think i'd want to be your socks either no that's actually a good what inanimate object has the worst life in your house it's got to be the toilet paper right (laughs) i don't know yeah probably i mean there's not much worse that's going on i mean i guess in general that would be pretty bad but (laughs) at anybody's house but especially yours (laughs) i don't know do i have my own bathroom downstairs or am i gonna have to come up to the communal one you're gonna have to use the the communal one get the half bathroom there's nothing down there in the cave you gotta go up to the main floor probably too late for you to put one in for my arrival i don't think it'll get done in time yeah i think so 
You'd have no. to have it all past past budget meetings and stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you put a bathroom in the basement or get another DVC contract? Oh, I'd rather have an outhouse in the backyard and have more. Points That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, so it's not it's not in the budget part. We'll put it that way. So you came up with the idea for this week's episode, Mike. Well, explain to me a little bit because well, last week we go ahead. I'm... No, I was gonna say you're a guy that uh, I don't think it applies to very much. So you must have had some things in mind, but I want to hear what what your thought process. So was. last week we did our top five things that we want to do heading into this new year. Correct. So now I said let's do the top five restaurants that we want to hit experience yeah or try to hit sure here in the new year now for you you have unique opportunities because you didn't say walt disney world restaurants correct that is correct i'm assuming disney restaurants though oh no this is just the whole whole world is in play here it could be anything. Oh, I mean, right. yeah, it's Disney. No, it's Disney Disney restaurants. All right. Well, so, it's not going to be like Ruth's Chris and Lakewood Ranch. Well, I don't know. Peter Luger's up there. <laughs> we got that coming up. Uh, regardless. Okay. So that clears it up a little bit. I think, um, yeah, you, you have a good opportunity here because you have the cruise line and you have Disneyland coming up. Because most of the ones that you want to hit at Walt Disney World, you have already. Are there right. repeats allowed? Is it? Can you still have one on your list that you really want to do that you've done before? Sure. Are these, these new? Okay, so it doesn't have to be sure. new. I went with new because there's so many that I haven't done that I want to do that I went with new ones on my list. Yeah, I'm more interested in hearing your list. Did you rank them? or just... Kind of, but not really. All right, mine are not ranked. Mine's just all over the place. You want me to start first since you're more interested in hearing mine? So the first one on my list, I'm going off of your... I I trust you when it comes to food, especially when it comes to breakfast. Ooh. And you said... This is a place I have been, but I've never been for breakfast. It's Steakhouse 71. That's right. You've never been there for breakfast. I've only had lunch there, Hmm. and I loved it. And you said they have a really good breakfast. Great you steak enjoy and it eggs. a lot. Yeah. Great steak and eggs. So that's number five on my list. Steakhouse 71, breakfast specifically. Um, steak and eggs, obviously. That hash, though. Oh, Walt's prime rib hash. It's good. It's so good. Yeah. Because it's crunchy. Yeah. Seared prime rib, fried potatoes, caramelized onions, and peppers topped with a fried egg, $18. That's not even that bad. Either 18 bucks. Loridian no, their prices, Benedict. they still haven't. Yeah, they're not bad. Going crazy with their prices. I thought after the introduction that they would be, but nope. Loridian eggs, Benedict. Two poached eggs with crab cakes and hollandaise on top of toasted English muffin served with breakfast potatoes for $19. That sounds really good. And then all the usual suspects, pancakes, omelets, that steak and eggs you talk about, two eggs any style with breakfast potatoes and Bernays sauce, $21. That's not bad. A traditional eggs Benedict, avocado toast. They have some sides, bacon and cheddar grits, more breakfast potatoes, all that good stuff. Um, 
yeah so that's that's high on my list i think i can uh probably make that happen in the summer because i'll be staying uh right okay. down the road wilderness lodge yeah so i can we could take the boat over to magic kingdom and walk over to uh steakhouse 71 for breakfast one morning i think that'd be a good way to start the day and you're so, not typically a huge breakfast guy are you i do like breakfast i like eating out to breakfast on vacation especially when you don't have anything planned that day like i don't usually have a big breakfast when we're going to the parks but if we're having like a relaxing like resort day i'd love to start it with a breakfast like a good sit-down breakfast i think that's a nice way to have a good start to your vacation you know what i mean a vacation day i do What do you think of that? Is that a good good? First I like pick? that one. I like that. Yeah. Ask for Victor. Oh, you got to sit in Victor's section. He's right, the I'll, best. I I'll love him. Victor. What's first on your list, my friend? Uh, just going to do a single credit, and it's uh, Rosa Mexicana. Okay. I love Mexican, but I love good, fresh, authentic Mexican, and this place looks like it hits all the boxes. Yeah, I, I mean... Absolutely. Are you thinking like lunch or dinner? You know what? Take a look at the breakfast. Okay. But I'm thinking lunch or dinner. But their breakfast looks amazing. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I mean, I have that on my list as well. So we can uh, we could talk about it a little more. I wasn't thinking breakfast, so we'll talk about breakfast first. Um, although it's not on the Walt Disney World website, it does not let me pick breakfast okay, for, that's, okay. for a menu option. Um, it only shows dinner, but it does say they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner very strange but there's no breakfast menu let me see if i can uh pull it up i'll have to go to their own website which is probably the best way to do it look at this i go to their website there's a coupon 25 dollars off your next visit 75 dollars or more sign up to claim how about that? Looking at menus and getting a getting a coupon. How how good is that? That's a pretty good coupon, isn't it? Yeah. All right, breakfast. Rosa Mexicana breakfast. They have a breakfast buffet. In addition to a la carte things. So for twenty nine ninety nine. Which is not bad. This is for adults. You get everything included plus the continental breakfast. So they have a separate continental mm-hmm. buffet, which is twenty one ninety nine. If you want the uh, the next step up, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Bacon, sausage, pitis, ranch style potatoes, scrambled eggs with fresh salsa, lime crema, and crispy tortilla strips. 
pancakes and Mickey waffles with cinnamon whipped cream and Mexican chocolate ganache and Rosa's guacamole and toast. Yeah. Signature guacamole spread, marinated tomatoes and jalapenos. Then there's also made to order omelets, ham and cheese, meat lovers and veggie. Continental breakfast includes fruit, uh, fresh fruit, yogurt, hard boiled eggs, danishes, muffins, oats, um, grits, cereals, all that good stuff. So that's very tempting. The buffet sounds really good. It sounds like a solid breakfast buffet. However, <laughs> their regular menu is looks really good. It doesn't. It does, doesn't it? Like, I'm not one to pass up a breakfast buffet normally. Nope. But some of these things on here... They have the chilaquiles divorciados, two fried eggs with corn tortilla strips, salsa verde, guajillo sauce, black beans, Mexican cheese, crema, and avocado. $23. Pancakes, $20. Fluffy pancakes stacked high with caramelized bananas, dulce de leche sauce, and cocoa powdered sugar. That sounds good. Churro waffles. Sweet cinnamon crusted waffles with Mexican chocolate sauce and whipped cream for $23. How good does that sound? Sounds really good. Breakfast burrito, scrambled eggs, chihuahua cheese, crumble shitties, pico de gallo, crema, guacamole, and ranch potatoes, 23 bucks. Huevos rancheros. I mean, everything sounds so mm-hmm. good. I don't know. Like, how do you go? How do you not get the buffet? But then you, you hear those options and it's hard to I choose, know. isn't it? Yeah. I think I'd still do the buffet, though. It sounds pretty pretty good. So we'll say, for the sake of the uh, podcast, you're talking about the breakfast there. But we can still go into my next one, which is still going to be Rosa Mexicano. And I'm going to pull up the lunch menu right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So you can get your, your table-side-made guacamole as a starter. Um, they have different ones. You could try a guacamole tasting. They have a cheese dip. So this is just the starter. So you get the chips and salsa included, but if you want like cheese, queso sauce, or guacamole, you pay extra for that. They have, um, some starters. They have quesadillas for $14, which is a cheese quesadilla, and you can add Chicken or shrimp or steak mm-hmm. for extra cost. Chicken flautas, which is a fried corn tortilla filled with pulled all-natural chicken, shaved cabbage, crema, queso fresco, tomatillo, and avocado salsa. Rose's signature nachos for $16. Comes with chihuahua cheese, black beans, pico de gallo, guacamole, crema, and cojita cheese. Add chicken for 7 bucks, shrimp for 12 steak for 15 Chicken tortilla soup. Red chili chicken, pasilla chili broth, crispy corn tortilla strips, $14. You've had tortilla soup before, right? Delicious. It's so good. It's a, it's a great soup. Um, tacos. So Rosa's unique twist on the authentic taco. You get three per order. You can get fresh ahi tuna tacos for $19. Crispy shrimp tempura tacos for 20 Red chili chicken for 16. Grilled New York strip tacos for 23. Burria quesa tacos 
which is braised Angus beef brisket, queso, Oaxaca, cilantro, onions, consomme dip, and corn tortillas. So these, like, it's basically like a French dip taco. You, you like, dip the taco into, like, the beef broth. A roasted mushroom taco, which is interesting, a vegetarian option. Duck carnitas tacos. Uh, chopped cheese alambre, which is, like, basically... Like a cheeseburger chopped up into a taco. So it's got ground beef, bacon, cheese, peppers, tomatoes, onion, lettuce, ketchup, jalapeno, mayonnaise, and flour tortillas. So that's like a cheeseburger taco. And then a pork carnitas taco for 17 Um, You get sides. There's sides of black beans, rice, corn, mac and cheese, all different mac and cheese. There's even a couple sandwiches. They have a cheeseburger for 19 bucks and a torta, which, uh, depending on the protein, is anywhere from 18 to $24. And now we have dinner, which has basically everything else listed yep. that we just talked about and a whole lot more on that dinner menu. They have ceviche, a ceviche tasting at dinner. Um, a few different starters like black bean and cheese empanadas. The main dishes: a roast half chicken for thirty-one dollars. Tampicana, which is a ten-ounce New York strip with a cheese enchilada, Mexican rice, refried beans, queso fresco, guacamole, and corn tortillas. Uh, they have a salmon pipián which is uh, salmon that's cooked inside like a, a bag that kind yep. of steams inside there. Yeah, they do a, a dish like that over at uh, the, the, what's the restaurant at the Swan Reserve. Oh, Amari. Yeah, they do, a, yeah. they do the same thing over at Amari. Pork carnitas de Quazela. Habanero pickled onion, shaved cabbage, avocado, salsa cruda with some pork carnitas. Uh, some jumbo shrimp mm-hmm. with shadis, noodles, avocado, chili, guajillo, lobster, butter sauce. So it's like a shrimp pasta. $72 ribeye, 22-ounce bone-in certified Angus beef ribeye with grilled onions, chili roasted potatoes, corn tortillas, and a cilantro chimichurri. Chili relleno with black beans, quinoa, roasted corn. That's the uh, vegetarian option. And they have a, a mushroom harache for 25 bucks. And then they have Rose's Signature Crispy Cracklin Pork Chop for two, $68. I don't even know what that is, but that's their signature. Cabbage and apple slaw, salsa, mocajete, tomatillo, pico de gallo, onions, tortillas, roasted potatoes, and jalapeno salsa. They got a bunch of enchiladas. They got fajitas. Obviously, the tacos we talked about. Yep. Crazy sides. I mean, that dinner menu is ridiculous. So much stuff on there. I don't think you can go wrong with any meal. Um, I know our friend Angry Newfield Jr. said good things about it. Yeah. I'm a fan. The kids like Mexican. Sarah likes Mexican. I mean, we're going to be at Beach Club. I think it's Why a not? Grinder, right? Why not? 
It's a no-brainer. And the prices are not bad. No, they really aren't. That's why I love the restaurants at the Swalfin. Yeah. Because they have to compete with Disney, and I think they have a much better product at better price points. Like, some of the main entrees are a little expensive, like the steak for 72 but that's in line with any yeah, other. Yeah, it's in line steak. with what you're going to pay. Sure, go, yeah, go look at uh, Yachtsman. Right. But if you want to get, like, tacos or enchiladas, like, they're not bad. Or go for lunch. It's even a little cheaper at lunch and go that route. Good choice. Um, definitely, like I said, that's on my list as well, so I'm all for it. What do you? Uh, what's next on yours? Because we went right back uh, so to. So we're gonna go. We're gonna jump right into the two credits now. I mean, there oh, are okay. not many restaurants on property that I have left to go to. Right. And this one's been tickling us for a couple years. It, we were interested before the pandemic, then it closed down for a couple years after the pandemic. Recently reopened, and okay. that's the Kumitai. Interesting. That okay. place just—it's so intriguing. Now that place, like, doesn't that like get up to almost like Victorian Albert levels of expensive? It's gonna be probably five hundred out the door. It looks so nice, like the it restaurant does. itself looks amazing. It's beautiful inside, from what I've seen. So it looks like your choices are. A two hundred fifty dollar option or a hundred fifty dollar option, and is a two fifty include sauce or? No, select from two prefix menus omakase multi course meals priced at two fifty per adult and one fifty per adult plus tax and gratuity. So I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what most <laughs> of these things are on these menus. I'm sure they change on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's an experience. It's a dining sure. experience. <clears throat> I think it's like a two, two and a half hour experience, right? From what? Yeah, it's think? a long, it's a long night, which is fine by us because I hate being rushed. Yeah. It's a lot of, you know, sushi, obviously that kind of stuff. So you got to be in the mood for it, I would think. You personally, right? Because you're mm-hmm. not, you don't dislike sushi, but you kind of need to be in the mood for it, right? Yes. Yeah, sushi, I could every couple of years. I mean, it sounds good. How do you pick, though? This is one of the, the menus. Your choice of a three ounce Japanese A5 Wagyu steak with curry, roasted potatoes, roasted seasonal mushrooms. Or you can get roast duck with garlic, sautéed spinach, pumpkin puree, black grape reduction. Or grilled Chilean sea bass served over rice with bonito and kelp broth. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the Chilean sea bass. I was going to say, I mean, as good, you've had the Wagyu. I'm sure it's great, but three ounces isn't going to cut it for me. That's not going to work, Pudds. I don't think that's going to work. I'm sure it's fantastic. If I'm spending two fifty, I'm not. I I better not have to get a cheeseburger two hours later. Yeah, run up to the quick service. Yeah, and get udon noodles afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> Eleven ninety nine. Yeah, no, that'll. Oh, it sounds like the cheaper one is the vegetarian. So for two fifty, that's the one that comes with the 
Okie dokie. So it's 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 six hundred out the door. Yeah. They probably don't take DVC discount, is my guess. I'm I'm sure it's good. And it's definitely not that good. Like it's one of those again where it's not worth the price, right? Absolutely nothing, but nothing is worth it. Nothing is. Not at that price. Right. I, I know what you're saying. Nothing that we do is worth the price. Going well, to Disney, no, that... the resorts, DVC, nothing is worth the price. I think there's some stuff that's... I like... don't. I think what the car that I bought is not worth the price. I don't think houses are worth the price. No, but like that, that pastrami sandwich at Boardwalk Deli is probably worth the price. Well, I mean, when you're talking like single digits, then yeah, sure. <laughs> like when something's the price of an arcade game, then that's fine, but... But even that, it's like, hard, it, obviously, it's a special occasion type thing. I don't know. Not high on my list, certainly. Would I? There's a lot of places I'd do before that. For that, I'd rather spend 250 bucks at a lot of different places, in my opinion. That's, I'm not why, we it's both, a bad that's why we both have our separate lists. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not not knocking it. I think it's very intriguing. I'm sure it's fantastic. The restaurant itself looks absolutely gorgeous. It might be the most beautiful restaurant on property. Um but yeah, not not necessarily high high on my list. You want me to stay in Epcot for my next choice? Sure. This is a place and I don't expect it to be, you know, change my life kind of thing but i've never gone and it looks so damn fun is beer garden Mm-mm. in germany have you eaten there? S- yes i have you don't like it that much no but i'm gonna say again this is your choice so i'm gonna let you go you, you run with this now for me it's it's kind of like the experience part of it i'm not concerned about, i mean i'm sure the food is important obviously the food's important you know it's 50 bucks so you want to have something good and that's the lunch price dinner's probably more uh no dinner's the same price either way you know they have the it's basically just a bunch of sausages a potato and all that stuff which i like that stuff but like the band playing and sitting at the big long tables and having like the giant stein of beer like that's a cool experience that's something it's like the fifties primetime cafe. Like I, I put I put it in that category. Like the food is secondary, but it's an experience I haven't done and I'd like to I'd like to do that. That's fair. So I, I'm sure I'm they'll... glad I did it. I did actually did it uh with your sister. Okay. Um it was the three of us. And I'm wondering if we did it as a dining package for because it was around Christmas. Oh, like for I candlelight think, or something. Yeah, I think it might have been a candlelight uh, dining sense. package. But it, it was it was good. It's kind of to me, you know what it is. It's like the hard ticketed events. Chris and I will probably never do it again. But if you were to do it with your family and we we're around, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, because again, it would be even more fun in a group. Right. Like absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the atmosphere is great. It's just the food is very bland. Yeah. I I'm I'm sure. I mean, that's that kind of food. That's what it is. 
I wouldn't be like surprised by what it is. I know what to expect, and I know I'm not gonna love the food. It's not like I said; it's not gonna change my life. But again, I put it with that like '50s primetime cafe category, where it's like it's a Disney experience. You're gonna remember watching the band with the giant horn playing and and having all that stuff. Like your kids get up and dance in front of the stage. Like that's a cool, cool experience to have. So that's why that one made the list for me. As my number three. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you haven't been there. Yeah, just it's never really been something that Sarah's been interested in because of the type of food. Yeah. But um, so we'll see if it if it happens. I'm not sure. What else you got? What's on your list? I have one that you're probably going to disagree with me more than my previous one. Okay. And that is Monsea Paul. Now, when you went, was it the prefix? Because I think it's a prefix now, but that is high on Kristen's list. It's not necessarily like super high on my list, but again, one of the few that I haven't been to and the menu looks really nice. I don't remember if it was prefix or not. It may have been. Because uh... I know a few years ago, it was uh, more of an a la carte. I know I, that you said that it wasn't memorable because that's when you it was like a date night and we hung out yeah. with the kids in the arcade, I think, over at Beach Club. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um Yeah, I was not blown away. I was expecting to be blown away. Um it was very ordinary to me. Like I had a soup, I think it was like an oxtail soup or something that I was expect it wasn't I don't know. I wasn't impressed. Okay. And this was what 2019 i think so it's been a few years um it's expensive yeah i don't think it was that much yeah so maybe it what maybe they have changed it i mean that's what they do now they just do the prefix i mean it's 200 bucks now mhm you get a cocktail though a starter cocktail And then you get a choice of appetizer, a choice of a fish course, a choice of a meat course, cheese course, desserts, and then another cocktail mm-hmm. at the end after dessert. That's definitely not what it was. Yeah, so it's 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 more of an experience, I think. Yeah, it may have been uh it may have been a prefix, but it might have just been like appetizer entree. Well, they might have had a dessert. prefix and plus some some a la carte items that could be yeah i mean it sounds good again it sounds like a good experience it's actually there's one two you get three drinks too three cocktails come with it cheeses different desserts i mean if you're staying over at the epcot area resorts too you could just walk right back to your room yeah I mean the or the appetizers are a salad with Maine lobster and a passion mm-hmm. fruit vinaigrette, an escargot cassoulet with watercress and potato emulsion, or uh, saffron mussel soup. 
So they had that's what it was. They had like a special soup that was like their specialty. It was like the Monsieur Paul soup. And it's not even on the menu now. That was like their signature dish. So I got it and I remember not being super impressed by it. And then I know their like their big um thing is that snapper with the potato scales on it. Like that's yeah. one of their signature dishes. Then you get the meat course too. So you could have that snapper with the potato scales, and then you get a fillet of beef or chicken or a rack of yep. beef. I mean it's a it's a lot of food. Yeah, it really is. I'm not gonna kill you on it because it looks it's very different, and I think that's be- I would do that before Takumi Tai. Okay. Even if the price was the same, I would do that ahead of Takumi Tai. I'm trying to remember what the soup was because they like they talked it up like the waiters like oh we served yeah it, it sounds like i i do there. recollect the oxtail soup being on that menu yeah signature soup what was it called where is the soup <laughs> that's what the main thing says um trying to find the if anyone has it on there with the soup but no i can't yeah what's it i don't know i guess we'll move along because now i can't find it and i don't want to bog it down here with the uh with the special soup here well this is going to be a little bit of a departure from uh from your signature dining experience we're going to everything pop <laughs> no i've eaten there before oh okay. uh, we're going to we're going to magic kingdom though to a place that i haven't eaten and that's the uh the skipper canteen oh parts you got to make sure I you fe- wear your mickey ears when you go in there that's true i mean of all the places at magic kingdom though heard good things about skipper canteen they have a fried rice appetizer. I mean, let's back up from what you said from all the things at Magic Kingdom. That says everything you need to. Well, I'm saying there's not a ton of places that I haven't been, one, and then that I am looking forward to going to, and this is one of them. So we have a, a mess hall fried rice, spicy chili garlic shrimp served over pork fried rice with eggs and peas. That sounds actually really that good. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? What's I the love price point rice. on that? Sixteen dollars. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Is that an entree or just an app? Just an appetizer. That's a nice app. That's a nice shareable. I like that. Yes. Um, they have a salad for eleven bucks. They have a soup for ten. Seasonal soup. Um, Falls family falafels. Secret recipe: chickpea, garlic, onions, lemon juice. So like falafels for twelve dollars. And uh, Orinco Ida's. Chahapas? I don't know what that is. Um, house-made corn pancakes with beer, braised pork, roasted corn, Fresno pepper, salsa, and avocado cream for $15. That sounds pretty good. They have the Dr. Falls signature grilled steak, marinated hanger steak uh, with roasted peppers, onions, tomatoes, and uh, ahi amarillo aioli for $38. Uh, tastes like chicken because it is for $28. Crispy fried chicken with chili, soy, glaze, jasmine, rice, and pickled vegetable slaw. 
uh, vegetable crew stew for $23. The hearty har char siu pork for $29. Char siu marinated pork tenderloin served with house pickled vegetables and jasmine rice. Uh, sustainable fish for $32. Lamb chops for $38. And Nelly, Nile Nelly's noodle bowl for $32. Niles and Niles of rice noodles, sautéed shrimp tossed with a spicy tamarind sauce, pickled radish, eggs, toasted peanuts, and fresh-cut herbs for 32 couple desserts. Uh, we have the kids' meals are even unique there, which is great. They still have the mac and cheese, which is important, but they have a steak uh, for the kids, crispy chicken, good stuff. I don't know. I know that's another place you haven't been either. Is that one high on your list? Yeah. Just... Uh, you know. You know what I was thinking about when you were going, when you were going there, is that you just don't think of doing a sit down at the Magic Kingdom. True. Like it's almost like you, like you have to really prepare for it because you're just so in and out of that park or, or going over to the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian or eating beforehand or. Going back and, and going swimming and then eating and then heading back at night. It's just not one of those places that you sit yeah. down and eat as opposed to Epcot. That's very true. Yeah, you're right about that. Because, uh, yeah, you're not planning on it because the choices are usually pretty bad. You're like, oh, we'll just get quick service. Exa- right. Something. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind trying it. I'm with you. I would like to try it. Especially, we're going to be there in the summer. If we're there in the middle of the day and it's hot, that's a great yep. place to get in the air conditioning for an hour Absolutely. or so. Yeah. What's next on your list? What is next on my list? It's Remy. Oh, okay. So we're on to the cruise line. Now. We're on to the cruise line. Tell me about it. Remy and Palo have always been, like, we can say 1A and 1B, but they've both been on my radar. But yeah. I've heard, I've heard, eh, I've heard Remy or or Palo rather is like eh, sometimes. Oh, where really? Remy, I I heard is just consistently knock it out of the park. Good. Now, and they're both available on the ship you're going to be on. Yeah, they're both available. Yep. And those are both upcharge places, right? Co- correct. Of course. But parts when you're looking at spending, you know, six hundred dollars at Takumi Tai, what's another forty dollars for an upcharge at a? I mean, that's a good point. You do make you do make a very good point. I mean, it's really hard. Like, okay, so the foods for the foods free, but it's hard not to like do a twenty or thirty dollar upgrade. I know, but think about the whole cost of everything. The food's probably a big part of it, right? The big part of the cost that you're already paying into extra. But again, that's already paid, bought and paid for. It's only like oh, forty bucks, eight hundred bucks, whatever it costs. Who cares? I could fall into that trap. I get it. So you're saying Remy, huh? Yeah. Now, what's what's the type of food there? That's French. Okay. I heard they have an amazing brunch. I just I've just heard a lot of good things. Interesting. Oh, I didn't even. So you that's like any t- any meal you can replace with that. Um, I'm not sure because you, I know you replace it with dinner. Okay. 
trying to look it up. Which I guess it it's hard. Matter. I can't find menus. It probably changes so much. It's on the dream and the fantasy. Which yep. one are you on? I'm on the dream. Yeah, you're right. It is hard to find the menu from through through Disney. Let's see. Dress to impress. Reservations are required. And we really might not it. be able to get into it because we can't stop picking now until March. Oh, really? For excursions and everything because we're just, this is our first cruise. Oh, so you're not in like the uh, the Platinum Club or whatever. Yeah. You're, you get the, the picket. You get like the Pretty scraps. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all right. I don't think it'll be a bad experience. Even with the scraps, it'll probably still be a pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'll be fine. I think you'll be okay. That's a good one, though. So my last one on my list is a place we've talked about a lot, mm-hmm. and then it's still high on list of where I want to go, obviously, and that's Il Molino. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I'm. You've wanted to go to that place for a long time. Yeah, and now that I'm going to be staying in that area, yep. it's it's a no brainer. And everyone likes Italian. You know, everyone mm-hmm. in my family likes Italian food, so that's an easy sell. Um. Just everything on the menu sounds so good. Even just the appetizers are solid. They have the calamari. Yeah. Um, I had the chicken palm one time. She had the veal palm. I've had fish. I mean, we've been two that I know of, maybe even a third time. But it's a great restaurant. Yeah. Salads, soups. I mean, it's a huge menu too. Yeah, it really is. A ton of good pastas. They Family got style bread services phenomenal. They used to bring limoncello at the end of the meal. Complimentary. Oh, really? Yeah, it's nice. it's great. You're gonna love it. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm gonna love it. Gonna try that out for sure. It's I mean, just so nice that you can walk over there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't get me going. It's a different show to talk about, but that that whole area is just so special, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love that whole. That whole section. Obviously, there's a ton of good options over there. Branzino. What do you think you're gonna go with? You think you're gonna go with like something so like a traditional Italian yeah. dish, or, or you so you won't go with like a fish or something like you did over at uh, Hollywood Studios at Brown? Yeah, because that's different. Like you go to Italian place the first time, you got to try like a. I feel like you got to try like a traditional Italian dish. You gonna bring your tape measure? Like I did. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get the chicken parm, but that was pretty maybe. dumb too, wasn't it? That's I'm in a restaurant. Dumb, yeah. I pull out a tape measure. Would you be embarrassed? Or I don't embarrass oh, no, you I much, like that. do I? I you do like, like that, yeah. okay? Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I don't know what I would get. What maybe about blue? I thought about that. Just not enough of a. Super not kid friendly. friendly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I can, I can understand process. that. Does your wife like seafood? Sometimes she's picky about not it. 
it's not her top choice. Like she'll eat it, but she usually doesn't order it when we. No, what about like a shrimp scampi? Because I know like they do a nice pasta dish that has something in it. Yeah, yeah, she'll eat that once in a while. It's not, it's not her favorite. She likes the simple stuff, like baked stuffed shrimp at Twin Oaks is one of her favorites. So okay, guess it depends. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else to say about El Molino. It just sounds really good. I've heard only good things yeah, from you it's other excellent. people. So what, it's uh, a, you'd be hard pressed to find a place over at the Swalfin that you don't like. I think it's got the best the best Italian the yeah. best steakhouse, uh the best seafood, best Mediterranean. I mean it's food and beverage there. The best. Yeah, I mean we, we haven't even talked about Shula's, which is well, I mean, you said best steakhouse. But yeah, like, you love that's, that's a great you? signature. Yeah, of course. All right, what's number one on on your list here? I'm gonna ask you. What do you think it is? I'm guessing it's Disneyland. Yep. And I'm guessing it's Napa Rose. Yeah, it's been that's been on my list for ten years. Now, if Steakhouse years. 55 was still around, would that be high on your list? That definitely would be high. I'd definitely be going there as well. Yeah. Definitely would be going there as well. Now, what? Um, I mean, we talked about it not that long ago. Now, right? Have you kind of like narrowed down what you th- you got to do? Like a seafood, right out out California? Yeah, depending on like what the local, or just go is. by like the waiter recommendation. Yeah, that's the yeah, kind I'm, of place I'm where open. I feel like you could do that. Yeah. I mean that's a, that place messes you up, doesn't it? It's just always been on my list. That that resort messes me. Yeah. Everything about that messes me up. Be like a week away, right? You'll be eating yeah, there. Less than a week, yeah, less than a week. Were you able to get any last minute reservations for any other places you have like wait? Uh, I I was able to get uh what's the oh, talking about it? Blue Bayou? Oh, yeah, I got Blue Bayou. Oh, nice. I'm still on the waiting list for Carthay mm. Circle. And we we also want to try that place. We watched YouTubes and looked at the menu. It was uh, when we did that uh, Southern California food review with Tony. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It was like that comfort food place. Oh, the new one? The part of Main Street. That's in Disney. Oh, uh, the Plaza? No. I keep saying the plaza. Carnation Cafe. Carnation Cat. Yep. Yeah. That place looks phenomenal. So we're going to try to go there. But nice. You know, Zach told us, like everybody else, just the quick serves looks. And we watched so many videos this weekend about the quick serves. Yeah. It's just, it, it's hard not to eat at these places. I know. And you, you're just like... for the convenience and the price point, you know? Like, I, I hate, you know me, I hate having to make reservations and I'm not hungry or I'm tired or I don't want to go or yeah. Like I hate just being tied down when the quick services, you just, okay, you want to go grab something? You want to split something? Okay, let's go do it. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you love eating at like the nicer sit downs and have, I do. I do. Yeah. Just to relax. And just two of us get to sit down and talk for an hour and a half. Right. Yeah, it's a good list. It's a good list. A lot of 
a lot of more high-end places on yours obviously but that's kind of what you have left on yeah your yeah list. yeah you don't have a lot of a lot of other options i mean there is not many places at epcot i think the two that i named are maybe the only two that i've never been to yeah i'm guessing well obviously like the space 220 that's new i haven't been to 220 but i've never heard a good thing about that place I haven't heard anything bad. I don't have a huge desire to go there. That's not. And my... the other place that I'm dying to go to is uh, over in the Land Pavilion. Oh, that's right. You've never done Garden. I've Grove. never been there. No. Yeah, that's good. It's. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but it's good. Yeah, good that would experience. be a good spot for like a, a a a dining package. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. Anything else you want to add to the discourse here? Or should we uh, wrap things up a little bit? Yeah, we can wrap things up. What's going on with our YouTube page? Tell tell the folks where they can find it. At www.youtube.com. Is it forward slash? Yep. At WDWBTG. That's right. Subscribe over there. We have a like creperie food review. Um, tons of room reviews. All sorts of stuff. A lot of a lot of dining and resort stuff on there. Golf reviews, if you want to see that. We got hence, some off property the beyond stuff. the gates, right, Pods? Yeah, exactly. Some good stuff. Um, so go over there and, and support the YouTube page that does help us. You can follow us on social media at WDWBTG, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, you can follow our Facebook group. Join our Facebook group, I should say, is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Visit our website, WDWBTG.com. You can email us, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Anything else that I left out? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 514 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.